0: Welcome to Open Letters, I'm Owen Clements. Every episode we hear letters, read aloud, they might be fiction, they might be non-fiction, they might be to people, places or things, they might never have been sent, they might be to you. me today is Steve Clarkson. Hi Steve. Hi. How are you today? Are you good? I'm doing
1: very well indeed, thanks, yeah.
0: Cool. And you've got a letter t- to read for us today. Um, yeah. first, before you read, I wonder if you could tell us three things about yourself just so we can get to know you.
1: So the first thing about myself, uh, I'm a writer. It's what I live for. I've been writing since I was six or seven years old. Um, I think the first thing I wrote was my own Goosebumps series, actually, oh, wow, really? um, in exercise books that I'd make from school. <laughs> Can and you tell us any of the plot points of your oh, Goosebumps Oh, actually, I probably can't. There are about all sorts, like ghosts, aliens, <laughs> you name it, um, monsters and things, but, um, yeah, since then, kind of plays, poetry, and short stories, and... Um, at the moment, I'm writing something longer. Hopefully, it'll be a novel. Okay. But um, yeah, I do short stories and I do spoken word and things like that. Obviously, being at the Open Letters Zine launch a few months ago, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was great to have you and great to have you reading as well. Um, okay, so that's only one thing. So that's just one thing. That's certainly <laughs> the main thing.
1: Uh, the second thing would be that uh, I'm really into travelling. Like, I try and travel as much as possible, like around my job, um, looking for stories here, there, and everywhere. I went to kenya earlier this year and uh, that was really inspiring and kind of devastating in equal measures but yeah. you know it was really stimulating for sure yeah um, so traveling is a big thing about me and the third thing would be that i've just moved to leeds from york which is really exciting um been here a couple of weeks now so still fairly fresh um but it's really great uh, how much is going on here and how many people kind of making stuff happen here. Yeah, it's fantastic. Them. It's a really yeah. good city. Um, I should yeah. say
0: as well that we're recording in like Leeds City Centre at the moment just outside the West Yorkshire Playhouse, so you're getting to hear the sounds of Leeds as Indeed, well. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. Thank you very much for these three things. Um, could you tell me what the last letter you sent was, Steve?
1: The last letter yeah. I sent was... Um, it wasn't Actually a letter, but it was in an envelope. It was uh-huh. a, a story that I just folded up, put in an envelope and left somewhere random for someone to find.
0: Okay, so you just left somebody a story? It's, yeah,
1: it's part of a project I do called Found Fiction, where we take anonymous short stories sent to us from people all over the world, and we print them off, fold them up, put them in envelopes, write "Read Me" on them, uh-huh. and leave them to be found and hopefully appreciated. And you leave them kind of all over? Yeah, well, it started off just as a York and Leeds thing, actually, just me and a friend. And it actually started off because he was um, quite shy and he didn't want his name attached to a story. But he did want people to read it as well. Yeah. So the way we got around that was we just made it all anonymous so that people wouldn't know it was him, but he was satisfied with knowing that someone was reading it. Someone had read it somewhere. Yeah. So that's a really nice idea. And and then when someone found that, um, they wanted to get involved. And then word of mouth spread, and we did a few press releases, a bit of promo and stuff, and then people started getting in touch from other countries which was amazing. And uh, now, yeah, I send packages full of these envelopes to America, to Australia, um, to Poland randomly, and we've printed stories in Polish as well. Stories
0: in Polish from Polish writers as well? From from
1: one Polish writer, yeah, and then then that person distributes it in their community, so it's just, and at the end of the story, I should add, is hashtag found fiction which which is used by the reader by the recipient to kind of tweet and yeah. so then we have a timeline of people who found these stories across the world and oh, that's pe- people whose day we've made you know and yeah. people are like oh people love the idea and you know want to kind of take it as far as it goes really yeah.
0: Yeah. oh that's fantastic to hear um, sounds like such a good project I love the idea of somebody kind of just finding one I don't yeah. know in a shop or like as they're going about their daily routine and it kind of yeah. disrupting their yeah. day a little bit kind of drawing yeah. them out of their routine or kind of just out of their own their own kind of personal
1: There's a lot of distractions isn't there. I mean most people are distracted by the phones or some screens or something, but I think if you find an envelope next to you and it's kind of been opened and it says read me on it that would grab a few attention. I I know exactly kind of a message in a bottle type of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: no way you're just gonna leave it there and not have a look inside.
1: That's the idea, but you know, as I say, it's rare that you actually see someone opening it and then tweeting it and things. Once or twice You know, I've I've actually seen someone kind of go near it. and then You've kind
0: of, like, put it there and then, what, like, crept behind a corner and kind of (laughs) stood watching it? No, that's a bit, no, not not
1: (laughs) quite. I've just been kind of walking, walking away, and then it's been at that moment that someone's come and then I've been like, right, okay, well, I'll see what happens (laughs) here. That's only been once or twice, but, you know, some people don't go near it, some people are a bit nervous about it, which is fine. Other people take them home with them, but then probably won't tweet about them, which is also fine, because... They'll be probably talking about it to the yeah. friends or family. Yeah, yeah, I Still love the way the message that, out
0: that you can uh, kind of interact with it in different ways. Like you could just kind of read it and then leave it kind of for the next person, uh-huh. or you can kind of take yeah. it for yourself. That's really, really good. Um, yeah. Cool. So if people want to find out more about the project, they can just look at the hashtag foundfiction. That's
1: it, it's hashtag foundfiction. And we've that. not got a website currently, it's just on Twitter and Facebook. And people do post to Instagram as well. If you just yeah. put hashtag foundfiction, you'll, you'll find those pages for um, more, yeah. And um and if you want to oh,
0: <laughs> that was a huge bumblebee that just kinda of <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> flew between us. Um, huge, yeah. But um but yeah, and if you want to get involved yeah. you can email us uh at gmail and that is fiction bound rather than foundfiction okay, at okay, gmail.com. Okay, com. Dot com. If uh, you want to be a distributor or, or a writer, yeah.
0: Um, We'll definitely be having a look later on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and places. um, That sounds really good. So you're actually going to read now one of the the stories that you've... Is this one that you've distributed before? Yeah,
1: this is one. I always think the shorter the better, because if you're leaving it out in public, you know, you're not going to... Realistically, if you find something like this, you're not going to want to read pages and pages and pages, however good it is. So the shorter the better. This one's only a couple of hundred words long. Sent to us by um, a girl called Nikki Renee in... California and she's distributed for us in bookshops out there which is awesome Um, and it's called Simulacra. Shall I just take it away? Yeah, go for it. People tell you you're pretty and you believe them. They ask you to take your picture for their portfolio. They pay you to take your picture for their advertisements. They sell me as the image of perfection of beauty that girls and women aspire to be. They buy the products I sell for them But the world doesn't realise that, like the young girls and women who strive to look like me, who want to be beautiful, the real me is striving for the same thing. I'm constantly confronted with the various technological permutations of my face, of my body, so much that I hardly recognise the person I see in the mirror as the same person in the magazines. You begin to notice the same things they always change. Your facial structure, the proportions of my torso to my legs, no matter how skinny I am they still have to make me look smaller. Things that I, or any other human being, cannot change. My imperfections, as far as the experts who know beauty, are concerned. Perhaps I am beautiful, but really all this means is that I'm a good enough starting point to create what everyone else sees as truly beautiful, something hyperreal, something that doesn't truly exist as anything more than an idea. I'm the world's idea of beauty. And I'm a merely a good enough starting point.
0: That's it. Cool. Thanks very much for reading, you. Okay. Um, so the writers that you work with, do they kind of do they just send you like a single story and then you don't hear from them again, or do you find that they kind of come back again and again? And once they're involved in the project, they're like really involved. It's what do you? Think? Uh,
1: yeah, it's a mixed bag. I mean, usually if a writer's gonna send a story, and they'd send one or two at least. Sometimes up to kind of six. Yeah. And uh, and then. They'd provide their address, and then I'd send them a bundle of uh, envelopes for them to distribute in their community.
0: Oh, okay. So just by kind of being a, just by submitting, they then become kind of a distributor as well. Yeah, that's the kind of idea. I mean, it
1: it might not, it might not always work out like that. We'd print everything that we'd receive as well, like um, you know, of any standard really. The idea is that it's just everyone's work, and then it's all random as well. So this story. From that was sent from California has ended mm-hmm. up, you know, in parts of Scarborough and places, <laughs> and then vice versa. You know, I've had uh, like local, local writers, kind of just mixing it up, and so we don't just kind of send people back what they've done. Yeah, and it's not all; they're only only their stories in the yeah, envelopes. It's a bit of everyone's.
0: Oh, it's such a nice idea. I love it, and I love that it's kind of crossing uh, continents as well. It's fantastic. It reminds me of uh, like yeah. book crossing. Yeah, you know, the people yeah. leave books, places for people to
1: discover. And it's it does kind of. Capture people's imaginations. There's no like money involved, obviously at all, and it's just yeah. you know I just kind of spend a bit on the cheapest envelopes I can find, and then <laughs> we brand them up as you can see FF, yeah, just in paint, and I cut out a little stamp to stamp that with, stamp just it. out of a potato or something. Ah,
0: oh, I used to love doing potato stuff yeah. in primary school. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that to hear that somebody has still doing I it. I
1: know, yeah, f- I remembered that year too less than myself, <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So a then, then a I just write, read me, or some other message on the back that is hopefully going to entice someone entice to open yeah. up, and then, yeah. you know, and, and it's really kind of caught on. I've had some of the best emails from this, saying that it's kind of made the day, and one woman, I'll never forget, she was from York, and she said, yeah. that in the email, she said, I've just found your envelope, I was waiting um, for a date to turn up, and he ended up standing her up. In the end, oh, no, really? but in the meantime, she found a found fiction envelope in yeah. the menu. She just was like thumbing through the menu as she was waiting <laughs> for them to turn up, and um, she said she found this and she she left instantly. And she was in a bubble of glee was were her words. <laughs> a bubble of glee. I know. And she just was writing all night. And she said, I'd really like to be part of the community. I'd yeah. really want to distribute for you around York or wherever I am on holiday and stuff. Yeah. And then she sent in a few of her own stories as well, which were awesome. And yeah, it, it just kind of it's great that great to think we have a bit of an impact on people's days as well I mean it depends because sometimes it depends where you leave them obviously if if you leave them in a ultra hip area like there's plenty of places like that in Leeds people might kind of expect to find quirky things like that yeah Um, so you need to be kind of creative in like the locations
0: for for them as well yeah Yeah, but
1: and then similarly if you left it in a working men's club it might not be appreciated (laughs) on the other end of the spectrum yeah. in a way so it's kind of somewhere in between just as yeah. public places and people have left them in some really odd places like um some guy was laying floorboards in a house and <laughs> left them under the, under the floorboards so they might just be found for another 50 years or yeah, so yeah I love the idea that um, they find them in a time, time so capsule know. you know yeah, yeah, when yeah. the world's just like rubble or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It> might give <laughs> someone a bit of hope I don't know no I'm just kidding <laughs> but, um, but yeah it's, uh, it's kind of a, a mixed bag and uh, at yeah. once actually we got into a spot of bother where someone left one in a park because you do it's a public yeah. place and their, um, their son their like six year old son found one and it was this someone's his father got in touch and he said he wasn't happy because the story story was a bit depressing oh, really? he wasn't comfortable that his son has p- had found it in the park yeah and um you know we, we said we're really sorry and stuff yeah, but, yeah. but really i was kind of thinking back and i was like if i was six year old and i remember being one and being captivated by books and things—that yeah. could have been a really big, big turning could point for yeah, him. I don't yeah. know. And obviously, he'd be way too young to understand, yeah. you know, some of the themes that were being put <laughs> across. But yeah, we did take it on board. but Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Cool.
0: Um, so, tell me a bit about m- your kind of writing. You said you're working on like a longer, like a novel at the moment. Yeah. Do you want to say anything about that? I know it's always kind of um. uh, if, some if you're in the middle of writing it, you maybe don't want to say no, too much about fine.
1: it. I mean, uh, in terms of like length, I'm up to up to around like nine thousand words and that's yeah. just on a starting point really, but that's quite long for me really. Like that's on the upper end of what I end up writing. Yeah. Like so it's just a case of being disciplined with it. Yeah. And I've written bits that are out of sync. Like I have an idea of the trajectory of the story and everything. Yeah. But um, I've written some bits that'll apply kind of later on. Kind of later on than I thought. Um, so you're not
0: kind of one of these people who meticulously plan like every really. scene and No not um, really.
1: Like I, I You know, I try to sometimes, but I've learned that, you know, you just get your characters to do it for you. You just kind of give them a scene, and then it's strange that they just kind of crack on and make it happen themselves, (laughs) and you just kind of have to give it to them to do. And sometimes, if you are writing a novel, maybe, you know, I did have to kind of think about the general arc that I was going for and everything more so than I would a short story. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going quite well so far. When I sit down to write it, I sort of commit myself to... Writing at least a thousand words per sitting, so just so I can get it done, because yeah. this will be the first time I've ever done a novel. It's quite, I find it quite easy to do, it's simple enough to write a short story in, yeah. in a few days or weeks um, and sh- kind of get in and get out. But mm-hmm. the novel's obviously a different beast, yeah. isn't it? And
0: where do you think you might take your influence, like, where are you, who are you influenced by, rather than what I should say? Like, what
1: writers do you like? What writers are. Loads. I mean, I kind of when I get into a certain writer, I just kind of, you know, really get into that person and read everything they've ever written, kind yeah. of thing. And that was once, um, once George Orwell. Once upon a time, it was once William Blake. Yeah. Uh, these days, I love David Foster Wallace. Mm-hmm. I've read Infinite Jest by him, and anyone anyone who's ever read that book will never forget it. Yeah.
0: No. It's. Uh, I, I. love it. The oh really? Okay. Yeah. Even wading through the footnotes. Oh, I know. The rather. It um, takes every mind. It does. Um, yeah, you just become kind of absorbed by it for however long you're reading it. I think yeah. it took me
1: 12 months to read that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took and months and months. I don't think I'd be rereading it. I don't think you need to reread it, dear. But, <laughs> but. Um, and Raymond Carver. I love yeah. Raymond Carver, the American short story writer. Uh-huh. Um, he's a master of the short story, even though some of his stories ended up way shorter than he intended. Apparently, mm. his editor was quite. Is
0: know. it Gordon Lish? That yes, that's right. Yeah yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So okay. it what we talk about when we talk about love is Gordon Lish. kinda of cut each story into half basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love kind of cathedral and some of his longer short stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just try and and other than authors it's just like walking around and just kind of engaging with life and obviously in Leeds it's a very kind of real place where there's stories everywhere and yeah. you can kind of really get stimulated by everything you're seeing like all the time and it's just all out there, like, everything's a story that you kind of <laughs> look at, however cheesy that sounds. <laughs>
0: no, no, that sounds, that and sounds good. And
1: you kind of make notes, I make notes about things that I see, yeah. just kind of have an app and if I overhear something or even if I read a line that sounds cool that you think could be a starting point or at least what a character might say at some yeah. point, like I kind of end up using that and so you
0: kind of build build it up in like a commonplace yeah. book except yeah, I love yeah. that idea actually that people's instead of having like an actual book where people kind of write write down their favourite quotations and things yeah. uh, that people now just put it in like a notes yeah. up on their phone and it gets really yeah. or like tweet it I end up like I looked at my <laughs> like draft folder my on Twitter the other day and it's just full of like just draft tweets yeah just full of them um, <laughs> that I've never Uh, never kind of gone through and edited but kind of just stray observations and like overheard conversations and things but it's cool, I like that people's phones have become kind of a kind of like a repository of like
1: sometimes I think there's a lot to be said for pen and paper still, like I I work as a writer actually at a marketing agency and I'm on a computer all day so the last thing I want to do when I get home is like open my laptop so when I want to write I usually just scribble down it's oh, really interesting
0: actually so because it's kind of such an integral part of your day job yeah. kind of using a computer you then you feel like uh-huh. do you feel like you need to separate your like your creative process from your work process
1: uh, in a way like it doesn't put me off writing certainly not and I do it's it fortunate I do have some c- it's a creative job it's yeah. creative writing in job as well but it's a different emphasis of course like, yeah. like stories and stuff but um yeah it, it's just it makes you feel more connected to what you're writing i think if you're writing it physically yeah because when you're typing it on word or whatever it's so easy to start all over again and i'll just highlight a whole paragraph delete it or move it somewhere whereas yeah if you're writing it it's on a pen and paper you're kind of forced to work it out because you've written so much and yeah you kind of do have to keep going and that can be really really good that can produce some amazing yeah. ideas because it is so to just start over sometimes. Yeah, I
0: sometimes feel like when I'm writing on the computer that, it's that I'm simultaneously writing and editing. Like, I've started the editing process too <laughs> early, like, um, yes, that's and they kind of fun run fun. alongside each other, which is which is not good for actually kind of getting stuff done, because you end up just rehashing the same exactly. same kind of couple of pages again. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I find, yeah, definitely kind of just get it all out first. That's That's the... Thing and then go back and edit, but yeah, I know what you mean. If, if you're not quite happy with the sentence, it's hard to move on to the next yeah, sometimes before yeah, you've right. completely perfected that one. No, yeah, no. but no. yeah, everyone's got a different method, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and um, do you write letters? Do you write letters to anybody? Do you ever have pen pals, or have you ever uh, had pen
1: pals? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I do have a pen pal actually. Th- this guy in, in Greece, yeah, um, I've known him for maybe 10 years but we've never met oh, really? I knew his daughter at uni basically uh-huh. and uh, she like kind of lived with her for a bit and then she kind of put us in touch because he was a big reader and then he yeah. started reading my writing on my blog and um, and then we just started emailing each other and I'm actually going to Greece next month to meet him for the first time and his family his daughter and everyone oh that's fantastic um, you you're going so to get to meet so i it is kind of a pen pal yeah. it's weird to think of it's quite a retro hmm. term isn't it <laughs> it is uh, yeah so that that i do kind of it's emails really but yeah um i have written letters previously as well but it, it is nice it's a nice way to keep in touch like it's a long form way to keep in touch yeah. yeah yeah um y- you know again when you're writing a letter with like pen and paper it, it ends up different to an email but it's not as polished and things is yeah. it but it's a bit more raw but um yeah yeah i certainly yeah like the idea of writing letters and yeah. Cool.
0: That's interesting. Um, I don't know. You say um, like letters end up being more raw, but I sometimes think that uh, like my emails seem like more rough <laughs> and raw than my letter writing does. Just because emails seem like a little bit more disposable. Like I true. I kind of like. I'm quite happy when I write an email. Uh-huh. Like a not a kind of profi- professional email, but a personal email. I'm quite happy for there to be the odd typo and uh-huh. like I quite like you know just using all caps, like, I'm not too bothered okay. about, like,
1: <laughs>
0: um, the form that way, whereas with a letter, like, I sometimes, like, I'll rough it out first mm. and then write the final version and I'll kind of, I'll really consider a bit more, like, about what I'm going to say. Um, so I kind of feel like the opposite, mm-hmm. like, maybe my letters are more polished. I'm to be honest, like yeah, you emails. probably
1: make more typos in emails than letters, i am just <laughs> thought of that, because you... you I kind of read my emails back and say, you know, I think a lot of people do, and then you just spot things all the time you're like, ah, but it's yeah. gone now, you know. Yeah, I that's guess, the thing as well, yeah. like,
0: with an email, like, it's sent, you read it, it's gone a lot of the time, there's yeah. no, there's no kind of That would be a great invention. It.
1: If you could pull back an email, I think that would be a great invention. <laughs>
0: what, immediately after it was sent? I think like if you were
1: to give yourself, like, a... Like a know, five 90 seconds, yeah, something like that. 90 like seconds? No, yeah. I think that would be too stressful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you just press a button, and it recalls it, and you yeah. can edit whatever. Uh, and then
1: it just, it would go somewhere, wouldn't it? It would be a draft somewhere, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. no, I know what you mean. Yeah, you kind of do, yeah, you do a few drafts with letters, don't you? Yeah. Um, I suppose, but I think initially that first draft would be a bit more, <laughs> more personal, but yeah. I don't um,
0: know. And tell me a little bit about your uh, your spoken word kind of uh, career. career is it a oh, career? Not really. <laughs> have you uh, how long have you been doing spoken
1: word? Uh, well, s- well started relatively recently I was in I lived in York until two weeks ago so I did the York spoken word that yeah. was when I took it up really uh, been and doing that cu- couple of years I was I was in York for about three years doing yeah. the spoken word so it was just every month uh-huh. and I'd just kind of go and, and read a short story you'd get a five minute slot and you just kind of it, I just read it off my phone yeah. usually, but I've tried yeah. to get better at actually performing them in recent years. Yeah. just just kind of actually taking my eyes off the screen and like engaging with people a bit. Yeah, um, it can be
0: hard, like reading, particularly like a longer thing that you may oh have yeah. rehearsed. Yeah, before, yeah. Or is not as performative, um, yeah. but still kind of engaging the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and it was, yeah, it, it was interesting because I think at the York spoken word, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in York, and uh, I think. Some people just have had writing as a hobby and they kinda came along and, and read a bit of their memoir and things but yeah. other people were trying to kind of change people's perspectives with the writing. Yeah. I've been to a few in Leeds since I've been here. There was Outspoken at LS six mm-hmm. last week, which was awesome, really lively. And obviously open letters that was spoken word essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. As well as the launch, the zine. Um and it's yeah, a lot a lot younger, I'd say, the crowd here and yeah. that's I think that's good. I think it's there's a bit more energy there <laughs> and the topics resonate uh-huh. with you a bit more, you know. Um,
0: and you, you do you always read kind of short stories or do you, have you done poetry as well? Did you say, yeah, a bit of
1: poetry. I think a lot of my stuff crosses prose and poetry, crosses that boundary yeah. really. Some of it was just short stories, but I think poetry kind of does work a bit better because that can more easily be performed. Yeah. Um, and it's great because I think it's great to get that instant... Reaction that people have just by looking up and seeing what they're thinking, and seeing of. their faces. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's nice to get feedback when you send something to someone and like, oh, that's you know, that's really good. But to see what someone's thought of it immediately after hearing it yeah. is is great. It's a, it's a privilege really, and and you know, everyone's really supportive there, and, and yeah. Yeah,
0: I think the just the level of support from people from the audience yeah. and for any, from anybody else reading as well is really um, yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. good thing. It's uh-huh. really energising as well. Every time I go to a spoken Word thing, I come away thinking, "Yeah, like I've got all this kind of writing energy really? that I've sapped out of the people <laughs> there. Like I've, uh, like I'm a kind of writing energy vampire."
1: Which ones um, do you go to um, then? I need some. There's a really good one actually
0: called Fictions of Every Kind, which okay. runs um, at Wharf Chambers. I've heard of that um, um, Okay. Oh yeah! If you, oh yeah! You're new I'm to you, Leeds, of course. So, yeah, Wharf Chambers is a fantastic um, uh, cooperative. Space uh, down, kind of near the bus station, but then behind the bus station. Oh, okay. um, but I'd really recommend that. They do. They've got loads of things going on, but I really like fictions of every kind. Fictions of every kind. Yeah. Monthly? Uh, no, I think it's quarterly. Uh-huh. They run. Um, cool. But yeah, they've got a website, so Sweet. I'll give you the details definitely, later. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, um, no, it's, it's just really cool being here, and there's, yeah, a lot of events, a lot of things happening, yeah, yeah. and it's just yeah, really engaging at the moment. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it,
0: I'm glad you're enjoying these. Cool, well, we'll maybe end there. Um, Is there somewhere that people can find you online? Where can we read some of your stuff?
1: Yeah, so I've got a blog, it's Mm clarkspeak.blogspot.com and my Twitter handle is at Clarkspeak, that's C-L-A-R-K-S-P-E-A-K. yeah, that's So, Twitter definitely. and your blog? Twitter uh, and, and blog, And you post yeah.
0: fairly regularly on your blog, or uh,
1: Yeah, reasonably. Yeah, and then it's a mixture of stuff. It's like some photos and things, as yeah. well as uh, short stuff. Obviously, we won't be posting much of this novel till it's done. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's lots of stuff in there, and uh, I'm fairly prolific on Twitter as well. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at.
0: Excellent, good. We'll check you out online then. Cool. Um, thanks again for reading, Steve. And Pleasure. we'll see you at the next Open Letters, hopefully.
1: Looking forward to it. Great.